0: One of the most frequent questions I get from clients is, but what if I end up eating too much as an intuitive eater? And a lot of times that fear of overeating keeps them undereating for much longer than they need to. So today I want to share with you 10 signs that you are likely still not eating enough in the hopes that it helps you assess your current eating habits and get really honest with yourself. Please remember this information is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace individualized medical care. So before we dig into these top 10 signs, I just want to remind you that under eating is not the only reason you may experience some of these things I'm going to cover. But if you have a history of dieting and eating disorder, or disordered eating, you're still worrying about your weight or trying not to quote-unquote eat too much, and you're noticing some of these signs, that's a pretty good indicator that either under-eating is one of your primary problems right now, or that chronically under-eating has caused some other health issues for you that are manifesting like these signs I'm going to cover. I hope that makes sense. So this doesn't mean if you resonate with one or two of them, You are 100% for sure under eating. However, if you're here listening to this type of podcast, I would say it's likely because of the context in which you're noticing these things. So let's get into it. Some of these I will elaborate on and others I won't. So sign number one, irregular or missing periods. Now, if you are a female athlete specifically, you may have been told by coaches, teammates, even a doctor, that a missing period is fine or normal or to be expected. You may have even been prescribed something like an oral contraceptive, the birth control pill, to regulate, quote unquote, your cycles. When in reality, missing your periods or having your periods change drastically without any other life changes, such as maybe getting pregnant, or medication changes, or trauma, extreme stress, right? Other Barring that kind of context shift in your life, if the only thing that you've changed is the amount you exercise, the amount you sleep, or the amount you eat, and suddenly your periods are wildly irregular, or they're missing altogether, that's highly likely that you have an energy imbalance, and your body doesn't feel safe enough to spend the resources going through a menstrual cycle. A lot of times, too, under eating can drive hormonal issues that contribute to our menstrual cycles changing. So definitely one to think about, especially if you are an athlete and have been told it's normal, I would highly encourage you to find a provider, teammate, somebody who will assure you, actually, that's not normal. And it's probably harming your long-term health and also your performance capabilities. So, so definitely looking for those people that will help you recognize this as the sign that it is. Sign number two, if you are thinking about food all the time, highly likely that you're not eating enough. Our brains are really smart. If you are consistently underfeeding your body, your brain is going to upregulate and highly prioritize Frequent thoughts about food in the hopes that it can get you to eat more, plain and simple, mentally or physically restricting your food, meaning, you know, under eating in terms of like caloric intake or heavily restricting what you can eat and avoiding certain foods. Both of those are going to increase the frequency of your food thoughts, but especially if you're feeling some of these other physical signs too. Sign three, having zero energy without multiple cups of coffee or energy drinks a day. Now, obviously, there are times of our life where we are stressed and so busy and not getting enough sleep, and some extra caffeine is the little boost that we need. However, if your baseline, your normal kind of day requires excessive amounts of caffeine to stay focused, stay awake, feel like yourself, there's a really good chance that increasing the energy you get from food, which remember, calories are a unit of energy, plain and simple. That's how our body utilizes them. If you increase that energy resource, that calorie resource your body has, you're likely going to feel a lot better without that third cup of coffee. Sign number four, not getting stronger or faster, noticing changes in your physical performance despite training often or having a really solid exercise routine. So this doesn't have to just be for those of you listening that are athletes, even if you've been saying, "Okay, well I've been going to the same, you know, style of group fitness class now for 6 months and I still can't increase my weights or I still struggle just as much on the treadmill portion of the workout as I did on day 1." That's a really good sign that your body likely doesn't have the adequate resources to put towards Muscle repair, recovery, increasing your muscle fibers, which translates into better strength. You can see how not having those building blocks of adequate energy, adequate calories could essentially have your workouts going to waste in terms of like physical adaptation, right? So that's a really big sign. If you're like, I've been pretty consistent with this gym routine or with this training regimen for my sport, and yet I still am not noticing change or improvement, you might want to look at sleep and food. Sign number five. You still experience relatively frequent binges or moments of totally losing control around food. We call this the restrict binge cycle. And a lot of times there is so much shame and frustration around those overeating moments, those binge eating moments that we wake up the next day and we say, well, I'm going to be good today. I'm going to eat clean today. I'm going to skip XYZ meal. And in reality, all we're doing is contributing to that restrict binge cycle, because here's the thing. Binging typically is rooted in a physiological rebound response to restriction. Or it's coming from an emotional side of things where like you're holding so much shame and guilt and frustration around food that you act out those emotions in like a loss of control experience. Those are the two main roots of binge eating behavior. So without addressing the restrict side of the restrict binge cycle, you are likely to continue having those loss of control moments around food. And that doesn't mean you're eating too much and need to cut back. It actually might mean at baseline, on a normal day, you're eating too little. Sign number six, you get hungry very shortly after eating meals, like within an hour or two. Or you're almost never hungry despite realizing, wow, I've gone a long time without food. Now, I know those signs are at opposite ends of the spectrum in some way, but they're very related. So. If you're getting hungry very shortly after meals, if you're having like painful hunger pangs or really intense hunger spikes overnight that wake you up or first thing in the morning, that likely means you are eating frequently but not eating enough. So you are stimulating some of the responses in your body like hunger and fullness hormones, which require you to to eat, to actually like produce them. But if you are having the opposite where you're like, I'm almost never hungry, even though it's been six hours, eight hours, even though I only eat once or twice a day, what you've likely done is gotten into more of a chronic under eating pattern where if you're not regularly stimulating your appetite and those hormones that run your hunger and fullness, eventually your body will stop making as much of them because it's like, What's the point? We're not getting responded to anyway when we say we're hungry. So why would we keep spending all these resources to create more hunger hormones, right, on a regular basis? So, kind of two sides to the same coin. Usually getting hungry in very like acute spikes is more about eating too little at a sitting, and absence of hunger or really long times in between getting hungry is more of that chronic deficit with undereating. So sign number six, if you're getting sick often, especially if this isn't something you have dealt with in the past. Now, obviously, there are people who are going to be more prone to getting sick. However, if you don't have things like an autoimmune condition where, you know, you would expect your immune system to be like pretty standard and you've been dieting for the past few years and ever since you started dieting, you've noticed getting sick more often. That's a really important sign to pay attention to. As with any of these other signs, right? If you go from not having this issue to dieting or restricting or following a keto program or counting your macros and suddenly these signs pop up, that's a really good indicator that something you changed in the amount of energy you're providing your body is causing a problem, right? So getting sick often, especially if that is abnormal or new for you. Sign eight, some physical changes like excessive hair loss, major changes in your skin, feeling cold all the time. This kind of goes back to sign number one, where I was talking about irregular or missing menstrual cycles. If your body does not have enough resources to do the most important basics, like keeping your heart beating and sending oxygen to your muscles, it is going to start to deprioritize, if that's a word, some of your systems that are not critical to survival, right? So things like skin and blood flow to your extremities because blood flow to your center is more important, Um, changes in hair, things like that. Those are, you can survive, right? Even if you're losing your hair, you can't survive if resources aren't being allocated to your heart pumping. So those like peripheral systems starting to change or starting to have annoyances or issues can be a sign that your body has enough resources to do the really, really important stuff, but not the rest. Sign nine is kind of similar. If you develop new issues around hormone imbalances or thyroid that you haven't had previously and you haven't had any other big changes in your health, I would highly recommend, in addition to finding a doctor who specializes in that health concern you have, that you also work with a dietitian because chronic under-eating can either exacerbate or sometimes even fuel those kinds of changes in how your body operates, so your thyroid or your hormones. And if we're just medicating and not addressing the undereating side, it can be really, really hard to manage your symptoms or understand where the diagnosis came from. I know that those kinds of diagnoses are a lot more complex than just food related but there is a really heavy element of if you're not providing your body with adequate energy it is going to compensate in certain areas and hormonally is a place that we see especially females compensate. And then sign number 10 and I would say this is one of the biggest signs that clients come to me with and don't realize it's connected to undereating. If you have frequent bloating, slow digestion, constipation, or sensitivities to seemingly a ton of foods that you didn't have last year, three, five years ago, I would highly recommend you look at how much you're eating with a critical eye. And here's why. Just like going back to that point where we talked about hair loss, skin changes, feeling cold all the time, The concept of if my body doesn't have enough resources to do everything, it's going to prioritize the things that it has to to keep me alive first and let the rest go. That concept applies to your gut as well. And your gut requires a lot of energy to operate properly. I would say, this is me just ballparking. I would say upwards of three quarters of my clients have some kind of gut issues When we first start working together. And I'm not a magician, right? I'm not going to say that everyone's go away, but most of my clients see an improvement in these complaints that they have around bloating, slow digestion, a gut that feels like really reactive or sensitive when we are simply providing their body enough energy to do the things it needs to do well, right? Instead of trying to do the things it needs to do, like digestion, on an excessively small energy. Budget, right? So again, remember, I am not saying if you have a couple of these signs that there's nothing else wrong and all you need to do is eat more and everything will be fixed. However, if you are someone who is concerned with your weight, is dieting, is maybe recovering from an eating disorder, and you notice some of these signs, I would I would venture to guess that you are probably still not eating enough, even if you're like, but I'm eating more than I used to, right? Until the majority of these signs are absent and you have energy and you start to feel like yourself again, I would encourage you to continue to kind of push the limits on what you think is an adequate amount of food. Because a lot of times, what we think is an adequate amount of food is still not enough because of either beliefs that we've gathered ourselves from our past dieting history or the things that we see online, that we see other people doing, our friends doing right? Just because other people are under eating and saying they feel fine doesn't mean under eating is going to feel fine to you. In fact, it's probably not going to, right? If you found this episode helpful, please let me know because we can always do an episode kind of on the other side of the same coin of how to ensure you are eating enough, ways to know you're eating enough or things to be looking for. But I think understanding if you're still potentially in an underfueling sort of state is a really important step to start challenging yourself. So if you're suspecting that you are under-eating but you don't know how to fuel your body adequately, intentionally, or get over some of the fears you're holding, We are currently accepting new one-on-one clients and would love to help you figure this out. You can apply today at the link in our show notes. And when you reference the podcast, you'll get $50 off your coaching package. We look forward to hearing from you soon. See you next week.